obviously lots to talk about 40 years we got the live stream album the tour want to talk a little uh, solo material touch upon the book and get your opinion on a couple things but uh let's start with the 40th anniversary live stream concert and kind of curious for you man going back a year plus ago when you did this thing was it like the longest video shoot ever or did you actually have fun doing it and getting in the room and playing with the guys again Exactly that, because look, this wonderful COVID thing that we can't get rid of for some reason in this, in this world, um, it was a long time coming. Just jamming with your bandmates that you've known for all these years. You know, this digital thing is all good, all well and good. This technical, I'm not a technical guy, so jamming over internet is not fun. It's not, <laughs> it's not anything. It's, you just can't do it. There's no vibe for it. It's, uh, it's all we had, and that was good for a while, but, you know, the latency on that was tough because the timing was always off. So it was really fun to get in the room and play. And look, we went back and picked out from the old song, older songs, some of the stuff we, just obscure songs that we had fun with, just relearning. So a lot of history went into that. A lot of, um, a lot of fun memories went into that, just learning them again. Brought back a lot of great memories. And lots of extras not seen on the live stream. I know there's a Scott Ian walking through the old neighborhood in New York and some extra tunes. And Aftershock was the first single that came out from the live stream album, but not on the track listing. It's fun. You know, that's the whole idea is to give give people a different take on it. Just be obscure and not the same old, same old. If anything, we have a big catalog. <laughs> big 40 years means a big catalog. So go back and and... And we learned these songs. It was a pleasure. It was just fun. We made them fresh again. If anybody who has seen this thing already, there's energy to these songs. Uh, it's just relearning them and reliving them, kind of. So uh, I think for any Anthrax fan specifically, for that first, and then for anybody who's ever, never seen Anthrax, give this a shot. I know I have to sell this thing, but I think when you hear it and see it, it's kind of, it kind of sells itself because it's fun. Yeah, absolutely. And cool that Chuck D came out, too. We had Chuck there, and, you know, Chuck is another member of the band at this point. Uh, we get along very, very well. He's family to us. He came out and killed it. I mean, absolutely killed it. When he came in the room and took the mic, it was the whole energy, the, the, the cameraman, the, the crew, it was just another level right there. <laughs> and, you know, there was no audience there, but all, the, all of a sudden it became an audience, and you just had to look. What an energy, man. Yeah, great tune, great dude. And, you know, the only thing I was bummed about was I really wish, speaking of that COVID time and not be able to do anything, I love the Anthrax 40 doc that you guys did on YouTube. And I was praying that that would be included as like an extra disc in this live stream 40th anniversary. Yeah, there's so much. There's so much to put in. I mean, how do you choose all this stuff? But I know there's, there's a lot. The truth is, look. In the future, there's a lot planned for the new Anthrax stuff and everything we have planned for the future. So we listen. Something like this, you get the feedback. What do you want for the next time around? What would you rather hear from us? What was missing? What can you use more of? I love that stuff because I'm a fan. I mean, it's coming from fans, so I love it. So I, I, I eat that stuff up. I, and I love that that 40th doc. I mean, that was that was the coolest thing about sitting home during the pandemic. Had each one of those to look forward to each week. And pretty easy and imagine fun for you to look back. And, and really, that was kind of the start of the 40th anniversary celebration. Yeah, just looking back and, and, and reliving. You know, this was the time to do it. What else? I'm, look, I'm in my basement that I stayed most of, my, most of the time with COVID here. But everybody had their spot, right? Uh, so everybody recollected, and it was a really great. It was a great time. If you such a it turned that negative stuff of the COVID into a great time, and just re, reliving your past and uh, and giving fans something to to get into. I think that was a really important thing for us and fans. 
Yeah, give us something to look forward to between the the dock and then Charlie putting out all the covers and stuff. That was plenty of entertainment from Anthrax. But now, now we can put the, well, sort of put the COVID stuff behind us, at least see in the flesh. We got the 40th anniversary tour coming uh, through L.A., Southern California, going to be at the Hollywood Palladium on July 29th with Black Label Society and Hatebreed. And, you know, I'm almost curious, now that you are getting back out there that first tour, is it almost more important to play with friends than, quote unquote, the right? bands or the scene bands or anything like that? You know what? We just have good times on our tours. We bring out who we want to bring out and what makes sense. This tour makes sense. Number one, we're all friends on this tour. It's, this is, I don't know how we're going to get any work done because the backstage stuff is just a mountain of ball busting. That's <laughs> what it's going to be. It's just a lot of good people around. Hate breed, you know, Black Label, we're all longtime friends. So it's a very friendly atmosphere and just a good, it's going to be a good energy. I think what we're coming into right now, we haven't toured in forever, right? From before COVID. Right. This is a good introduction to it again for all of us. So, I mean, uh, Black Label has been out, but we haven't been out. So uh, we're really looking forward to just coming out and giving it all and just, just having a blast, man. It's time to just listen to music again, go see live music. I can't wait. I honestly, the band is so stoked to get out and rip it up. We haven't been this hungry in forever. I love it. I love it. And it was kind of curious, man. Do you remember the first time you played the Hollywood Palladium? It's kind of a legendary venue, been around forever. We've been there quite a lot in our days. You know, that's a good question, though. Um, can you remember this? I, I don't, because we've, we've played there quite <laughs> a lot in our career. You know who writes this stuff down? My friend, my friend, my, my guitar player, Scott Ian. I guarantee he has it written in a book somewhere because he documents everything with anthrax. It's awesome. But I'll ask him. It's, it's a long time ago. But look. From what I hear, this, this thing's going to go. It's, it's really selling well. I mean, the tour is doing well in general, so that's great. So if you haven't gotten your tickets, please go out and get your tickets before they're sold out. So we're really excited. Um, uh, I, I'm psyched just to be back and going to California. This is going to be a good time. I'm going to have my family there, a lot of old friends. I haven't seen it forever. So it's a coming home almost because that's our second home. You know, it's crazy. And um, I imagine we're going to have to wait till. 2023 until we get the new Anthrax album, but any sort of update you can give us? I saw those photos online of you and Charlie and Scotty all working on music together. Any any sort of update on the album? Yes, in risk of getting a beating from my uh, publicist, Heidi, who said, Frank, don't talk about the new record. Right, right before this, right before this interview, Frank, don't talk. She reminds me every time. There will be a new record. We're really psyched about it. We're writing it right now. It's heavy. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> And tw- I'm very psyched. And 23, right? It ain't happening this year. Yes. No, no, no. We uh, we have to tour a little bit this year. And yeah, look, when it's right, it'll be right. And people know us, man. We digest these songs. We're fans. So it's got to come from that. It's got to come from the fans' point of view. It's got to be right, the right record. So uh, there's no rush. But um, yeah, we're, we're itchy, believe me. But uh, there's no rush. But we know it's got to be right before we put it out. Well, speaking of new material that we did kind of get from you, solo EP, Then I'm Gone, and uh, kind of curious if that's going to be the plan moving forward. Are we going to do any more A&A, or is it all just solo from here on out? Well, thanks for asking. And for people who don't know, the the Altitudes and Attitude um, side project that I did with my friend Dave Ellis, formerly of Megadeth, um, we did this side project a few years ago, if you haven't heard it, Altitudes and Attitude, and a lot of people like it. I mean, look, I was shocked. I was loving it because it's just really heavy rock and roll. I sang on it. it was, so I had a bunch of songs. We put this stuff out. Dave wrote some stuff, and people just took to it. So if you like that, I'm doing this solo thing. This, I had these songs. After I wrote the book, stuff just had to come out. It was angst. <laughs> it was a lot of, just a lot of anger just in uh, the topics from my book. 
And uh, it just came through song after the book was done. I just had all this stuff still built up and it really helped me. So if you like the altitudes and attitude thing, I think you might like the EP that's coming out in November. Oh yeah, big! I've always been a big fan of your voice and the in the backing vocals and Anthrax and during the choruses. Lo- loved booze and cigarettes on the A and A album, and and so just looking for more solo material. And imagine writing that book had to be uh, cleansing for the soul. And and do you have another book in you? It's funny because the publishers talked about that. You know, my co-writer's talking about that. We know there's something, another part of this. You know, uh, and I'm trying to find it. I understand it. I know it's inside of me. Um, but right now I have to concentrate this, I have the solo stuff coming out and definitely working on the anthrax. That's my first gig. You know, that's my first and foremost. But you know what? I never say never. And I would like to do something in the future with that. More music, more solo music, maybe a solo album at some point. Yeah, the EP first. Let's see how it goes. You know, I don't want to um, bum rush anybody. Uh, give a little taste. And it's fun. This is fun stuff just to get it out and sing. It's it's cathartic, believe it or not. And um I, I look forward to it. We're going to do some shows. I believe we're going to do some shows. I have, I have some, some side guys in the band, uh, some side band stuff that we're going to have a good time with. We talked about doing some shows in November, um, So I, w- along with the release of the, of the book uh, with the paperback. So I'm pretty excited. You know, the EP will come along with the paperback, so it'll be available at that time. Uh, they're going to do a big press junket for it. Um, that's, that's a whole side thing. So it's funny because I'm, it's so it's so fun to think about that in the future. But while still going on tour with Anthrax, I couldn't be more stoked right now because business is getting back to business, right? Uh, yeah. I can't believe in two weeks, in two weeks we're going to rehearse. Anthrax is actually going to rehearse for a tour with staging and all this other stuff in LA. I'm I'm pretty excited. Everybody's moving on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's about damn time. We need some more anthrax, especially live in our world. And Frankie, Dude, I'm ready. I appreciate all the time. I just got to hit you with one last thing. We're one of those uh, old school radio stations that does mandatory Metallica every night at 10 p.m., which you're going to be a part of. And I know there was a few uh, stories in, in the book. I was hoping you could share some of the almighty Cliff Burton. Well, Cliff, you know, he was amazing. Look, he was a phenomenon in bass. You have to understand, we were lucky enough to tour together. Uh, we were lucky enough to talk with Metallica in the early days where Cliff was alive, where I can watch everything he did because he was an innovator of bass. Me, I'm a diehard bass fan lover. I love innovation. I want to see every bass player. I, I learned something from everybody. Cliff, he did like a clinic on bass every night when he played and when he's <laughs> during his bass solo. I was lucky enough to stand at the soundboard and watch everything and ask him and pick his head because I think he was a step ahead of a lot of, a lot of players. Uh, he just thought outside the box. Cliff, every night, you know, I just pick his head after the show, eat and stuff. And I have this in the book, my, my last memory of Cliff, which is kind of sad, but it still gives me a great feeling when I think of his face. I have his face in my head when I talk about this. We're eating after the show, we're talking. Usually after the show, we get some a sandwich or something, and one of us would leave a bus call and say, all right, yeah, I got to go. All line was to each other. Maybe I'll see you later. And the other guy would say, either he or I would say, yeah, maybe I will. That last night I saw Cliff. His bus call was going, so I said, all right, see you later. He leaves the room, and all of a sudden he comes back, pops his head back in, and his face was right there, and he said, yeah, maybe I will. And that's the last time I've ever seen Cliff, and I still have his face with that smile, with that ball-busting smile, uh, which I love. He's the best, man. I'll always have that to cherish. Great story. I appreciate you sharing that. And uh, lastly, just to put a button on it, do you have a favorite Metallica tune we could play for you on Mandatory Metallica? Ooh, dude, go Whiplash. Old school punk vibe on that first album. Absolutely. And they rip, they still, look, Metallica are still great now. I'll say they're my friends and I think they are ripping it up. They're still a great band and I support them. I think they're amazing. Beautiful. Thank you so much for the time and 
Can't wait for the tour and more solo material in the the tour in the fall if that happens. Cool. Dude, I, thank you so much, bro. Thank you for all the support. I hope to see you in L.A. Absolutely, man. Safe travels. Have a good one. Take care, brother. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Dude, you absolutely rock. Thank you so much for checking out the entire interview. Now just hit subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast, Radioactive Mike Z. My interviews in their entirety, available on all the major platforms. Tune in, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, whatever you're listening to right now. Just hit the subscribe button. Make sure to give me a follow on the socials as well. I'll follow you back at MikeZ967. And bro, don't miss the radio show. Now 10 p.m to midnight on 96.7 KCAL Rocks in the Southern California Inland Empire area, Riverside, San Bernardino County. Always streaming on live at kcalfm.com. You, my friend, absolutely rock.